Today on The Breakdown, Jason Mercier is playing a huge cash game back in the 2012 Aussie Millions days. And Richard Young, billionaire businessman, or somewhere thereabouts anyway, is playing the hand against him. It's pretty interesting. There's some weird and wacky and tough decisions. We're going to take it apart right now on The Breakdown with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. Back in the 2012 Aussie Millions days, the uh, yeah, those heydays, you know. Those are, you know, I I still remember those days. Yeah. Mm. Was it was it the year 2014? No, no, it was not. Oh well, you're what you. It was, it was like 1999. Uh, it was like 2011 thereabouts. Oh, right around 2011, give or take. The 2012 like late, Aussie Millions late, days. Late, like late, late 20, winter winter 2011, more yeah, or yeah. less. You know, like. Uh, but summer in Australia. Uh yeah, actually that's correct. Yeah. That's correct. Which is uh, where this is occurring. Also correct. And it is a cash game. And uh, it's a $501,000 cash game, although it's Australian dollars. Who knows what that's worth? Probably nothing. Um, it's worth about 1.2 to 1, give or take. So uh, it's like, so 1,000 Australian dollars would be worth about 800 US dollars back then, give or take. I don't know. I don't feel like Australia actually has currency. <laughs> is it what true? do they What do they use to barter with? Dingoes and Trade. stuff. I don't they know. Just... <laughs> okay. You kangaroos. Know what? I think they should use their accent to bargain with, personally. I'll give you with. seven kangaroos, mate. Just like, I'll talk to you for a little while, mate. That was British. Yeah. The British guy is bartering with the Australian oh, guy. Okay, good. You are the Australian guy. <laughs> I am. That's right. Yeah. Uh, although I can't do an Australian accent. No, you cannot. But I will trade you seven kangaroos for whatever you got in your pockets. My accent? <laughs> whatever you got in your pockets. All right. Done. I'm going to make some nice kangaroo steak on the bobby. You agreed to that too quickly. I feel like you probably don't have much in your pockets. Damn it. Yeah, yeah. You made a bad deal. I'm just going to tell you right now. <laughs> oh, well. You know, a deal's a deal. It's on the air. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that's how we start the podcast. Um, it is Australia. It's an organized cash game, just invite only, I assume, just like any televised poker show. Um, it's probably not just gleaning people from the casino, right? Well, like, I mean, it's. I mean, I'm sure the players would be happy to get just people from the casino. Yeah. this is huge money here, of right? Course. I mean, how much money is in front of these guys? Hundreds of thousands of dollars. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, we don't actually know the effective stacks, but they're not going to come into play because they are super deep. I think even like Richard Young would, would fall all over himself to get a casino, just some random dude from the casino to come in and play because he's got to play against you know Tom Dwan and Jason Mercier and. Jungle Man and all that. Kind I don't of know stuff. if that's going to help Richard Young. I mean, did you see his pre-flop play in this hand? I did. I did. It's um, he's won a tournament before. Categorically indefensible pre-flop play. Well, from we're going to find out if that's true. Okay, I'm I'm ready for you. I'm going to defend this. Are you? I I don't know. I mean, I, I that's where I make my my living is defending the indefensible, right? That's, I mean, that's poker noble, wise, poker wise. That's a noble purpose. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. This hand suggested, by the way, by Brian with of a Y. Course. I mean, come on, man. Stop. What? It's too much. Why, Brian? Why? <laughs> Why do you keep suggesting that? Keep doing we, it, though. But keep we, doing it anyway. We no, love no, it. No, you should keep doing it. We want it. You make everybody else look bad. You all look bad compared to Brian. Brian's the man. You yeah. are not. You is the royal you. Yeah, unless you're Brian. Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, of course, did this on Twitter. We are at Two Poker Guys. That's the number two poker guys. He knows what he's doing, so he included a YouTube link, which was timestamped. If you can't, if you don't want to do that, which, by the way, is really easy, just right-click on the link. Um, you can tell us what time it is in the Twitter, in the yeah. tweet, and that's fine, too. In the Twitter tweet. Whatever. Whatever. And that's what Richard Young says in this hand, preflop, because... He's a rich guy. 
Because he's a rich guy. I that's... called him a billionaire. That may be false. He may not be a he's billionaire. He's got enough money to, to do what he's going to do in this hand. He plays all the high roller stuff all the time and is maybe the biggest mark in the game. So he doesn't care. It's like Gila Liberté when back in the day in high stakes poker when yeah. he'd be in a, you know, a pot. I remember he was in this pot with David Benjamin where... Remember this one where he flopped top two and Benjamin had like a flush draw only, like a naked flush draw. And they got it all in for like $700,000. And... Guy was like, if you want, we can take back our last bet. So it's just what's in the pot, yeah, which was like yeah. 40000 And Dave was like, yes, yes, I would like that very much. And someone said, yeah, that's how much Guy makes in a day. And that's how much, like, for you, that's like a good six months or a year. Right. And David agreed. Like, yeah. he, wasn't, he wasn't big time. And he was like, oh, yeah. Like, it was an incredible gift that Guy gave him. Yeah, it's a nice deal. You should never do that, by the no. way. What are you doing, Guy? By the way, Guy, biggest loser in poker for years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that, and stuff like that doesn't help. No. No, it doesn't. Yeah. Not when you uh, get it in good and decide to give the guy his money back. Like, why are we? Why are we calling this? The guy decided to bluff race. <laughs> why are we just giving it away? Anyway, it doesn't matter. It obviously, doesn't matter to him. He's more than a billionaire. He's got multiple. Billions. He went into space just because. Yeah. How many people get to do that? Like Richard Branson, Elon Musk, and him. That's it. I don't think they let Donald Trump into space. <laughs> he would destroy space. <laughs> um, okay. So anyway. Um, in this in this pot, Mercier's going to open the action. He is in the cutoff. He's got two kings. Yeah, uh, he's got king of hearts, king of spades. He raises to twenty six hundred, which is curious because it's a five hundred one k game. Yeah, that's a very small bet in a cash game. It is like you'd expect four k or something like that. Um, at least like thirty three, thirty five hundred. Yeah. Yes, it does seem surprisingly little. Here's the possible reasons why. Okay. Um, my best guess is the blinds are very particular. It's Paul Fua. In the small blind and Richard Young in the big blind. And they are both of the wealthy businessman type. These are the guys you're hoping to be yeah. in pots against, right? You're not trying to play lots of pots with Jungle Man who's on the button right. against you. Although in this spot, when we have kings, that's fine. But in general, we don't really want to play pots against Jungle Man. We want to play pots against those guys. So The Jungle Man. The Jungle Man. Yeah. Um, but so, you know, like, so so by deciding when you're when they're in the blinds, Raising a little smaller is a way to do that. You know, it's a way to get them in more, and you get to play more pots in position against the worst players. Can't be too bad. Yeah, but that's gonna, all I got. They're going to call anyway. Well, that's the other side of it, isn't it? They've got a lot of money. If you three and a half exit or four exit, may, maybe Jason saw they really weren't calling bigger raises, or maybe there's another reason for this entirely. Because I agree, you figure they're going to call anyway, and in fact, we get some evidence of that in this hand. Yeah, we're going to get some evidence of that. And I think Jason Mercier is at least at that time, is typically a tournament player, not really a cash player. I remember the time he played on high-stakes poker, he even mentioned like he doesn't play much cash. Mm. I still remember when he said to Phil Ivey, I, I wish I had just waited for aces. Yeah. If that was the easiest thing in the world to do. Yeah, right. Just, just wait, and they'll come in a few minutes, and then you can you know, re-raise all in, three-bet yeah. all in on the flop after you three-bet pre-flop. That's and, the, uh, the Helmuthian view of yeah. the cards that are going to come for you. Like I'm just going to show them the nuts. Yeah. Like, okay. Next time I'll have the nuts. Okay, good luck getting see the nuts. In, see you in four hours, then. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, next week, yeah. maybe, depending on how, how you're running at the time. Yeah. I think this might just be a function of Jason Mercier not adjusting his sizing for a cash game. Maybe you're right. possible. Maybe you're right. Which is a huge mistake, honestly. You would think he is way too accomplished for that, though, yeah. honestly. So I don't. I, the more I think about it, that can't be right. It's got to be something more. I don't know what. Maybe there's been a lot of three-betting, and he's decided he's going to open a lot, and, and so he's going to open smaller and a yeah, lot. Yeah, maybe. That would make sense. Yeah. Either way, he opens to 2,600 with two kings. Uh, Daniel Cates, the jungleman. Jungleman. Yeah, the jungleman. He's on the button. He's got king-queen offsuit, and he is going to three-bet to 8,000. Yeah. And I wonder if he would have just flatted if Mercier had made it 3,500, or if 
he just decides like this size indicates weakness or there's just not enough money in the pot. My hand rates to be better than Mercier's. There's no way Jason is sizing based on the strength of his hand. There's no, no you way. Think, you wouldn't think that. So this, I think he's three betting this no matter what Jason is uh, sizing. I mean, yeah, it's, it's an active loose opener on the cutoff and you're on the button. Right, it's King fine. queen rates to be the best hand, although it sucks to get four bet. I mean, you're going to have to strongly consider folding depending on sizing of the four bet, right? Maybe he three bets his offsuit King queens and flats his suited. Because they work a little better multi-way. Yeah. He gets to invite the blinds in, which isn't so bad in this case. Right. This is the one question I actually have about Kate's decision to three-bet, really. It's nice to isolate Jason and all that. And maybe it's just a way to say, like, stop raising these guys' blinds when I'm on the button and stealing my button action. You know, it's probably yeah. that as much. Like, maybe just looking for opportunities to three-bet Jason, because I'm sure Jason's trying to do that a lot. Right. right? So it's a little bit of a, a discussion they're having, if you will. Yes. A poker discussion. An angry discussion, if Daniel Cates is having it. Uh, yeah, of course. A very yeah. annoyed and angry discussion where he rolls his eyes, but mostly at himself, but sometimes at the situation. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I don't know. It's, it's it's a bit of an odd hand to choose for a three bet, but it may just be like, it's good enough against Mercier. It may just be, yeah, I'm, I'm beating his range, and I don't mind isolating in position against him, and this will hopefully teach him, don't just raise these guys' blinds on my button. Like, stay the hell off it, buddy. That kind of a thing. Like, I'm going to raise you more, because otherwise, if I don't, you're just you're going to be the guy. You're going to, like, shut me out of pots that I don't want to be shut out of. So that's that's reasonable. All right. So Cates makes it makes it eight k. Yeah. Um, first decision for Jonathan to defend. I'm ready. Richard Young. Yes. In, after Paul Fua folds the small blind, Richard Young is in the big blind. It, the pot has been three bet <laughs> to eight thousand dollars. Yeah. Richard yeah. Young has nine five of spades. Yeah. He's not going to raise, which would be better. I could defend that. I could fi- I could easily find a defense. He's that. not going to fold. I could defend that. What's the last one that he can do? Can he? Is he allowed to like um? interdimensionally like move to an, through a portal or something because i can maybe defend that even i mean i would not just defend that i would heap praise on that, that i mean i would, awesome i'd be like why aren't we talking more about this <laughs> <laughs> he flats yeah. nine five of spades in the big blind in the three bet pot it's a three bet pot yeah. it's a nine five of spades jonathan yeah so jonathan yeah it's a nine five of spades he flats it what's up is it good is it good play it's not a good play you can't There's, defend it? I can't even try. I really, you know, I like to work hard to defend like, yeah. the Dan Shacks of the world. And, and one I, time you did successfully defend Elia Lezra, and I came around and agreed. No, you were sure I couldn't do yeah. it, and I totally nailed it. It was incredible. It was one of the greatest moments of my life. Yeah, and that says a lot. Yeah, that was like a month or two ago. It was pretty sweet. Um, I don't think it's possible to defend this play from a poker point of view. Okay. From a lifestyle point of view, maybe I can defend it. <laughs> From a lifestyle, like I just want to play poker. Yeah, it's Richard Young. He's got a lot of money. This money doesn't mean anything to him. He sees hands he wants to play, and he's like, "I'm here to have fun, so I'm going to do this." Like, I'm not going to not play because this guy makes it eight thousand. That's for people who don't have money to worry about. I'm a guy who does have money. It's all the same to me. I'm playing. That's all I got. Yeah, I guess. I admit that's not a good defense. If and I was I can't a billionaire and I was playing on a TV poker show, I would want to. You know, if I was like extremely outclassed, I would still try to play well. <laughs> My yeah. goal would be to play optimally, as like as well as I could, at least. I will say this: one, that's what Jerry Buss would always do, like when he was on high yeah, stakes try poker. to play well. But trying to play well actually doesn't work against these guys. Well, it depends on how you define well, of course. But Jerry Buss, what he tried to do is like he played tight, which is not necessarily the well, same. Well, how about as well. four betting nine five of spades when the loose guy opens the cutoff and the other <laughs> loose guy three bets the loose guy who opened the cutoff? How about making it twenty four thousand dollars right, right now? No, no, no. I mean. Yes, of course. That would be a much better play. And folding is the next best option for sure. No, folding is the number one best option. Of course. Yeah. You're right. That's even better. Yeah. But I don't hate the cold four bet at all. No, From it's Richard cool. From Richard Young when you have those two guys opening in those spots. That's super sweet. Um, 
this is obviously the worst possible decision you could make. I mean, there's no, except, you know, like having 30 beers in 10 minutes, which is probably worse. But I mean, this is really bad. He could, he could four bet to like a hundred thousand and then muck his cards. Instantly. That would be worse. That would be worse. Yeah. (laughs) So there you go. We found a worse way. We we don't know what's going to happen in the rest of the hand. We'll see if that ends up being worse. (laughs) From an EV point of view, that's, that's about as bad as it gets. You know, that actually happened. Did we talk about this already? That happened in the Aussie millions, hundred K buy-in. Sounds familiar, but recap me. Really quickly, um, some good player, I don't remember who anymore, doesn't matter, opens. Um, this other guy who's sort of an unknown, but bought in for 100K, and I think probably played the whole thing, three bets with kings. There's And then the guy in the big blind, it might be, uh, it doesn't matter, so, you know, one of the other dudes, um, has ace, queen, and tanks for like 25 seconds, then four bets. Okay. The guy, the original better, who, by the way, is on the king's guy's immediate right, mucks right away. And then the king guy just takes his cards slowly and pushes them forward and mucks them and picks up his chips and puts them back in. And they're like, what are you doing? He's like, what do you mean? And, and the dealer's like, those chips are his. And he points to the guy who four-bet with ace-queen. He the didn't guy notice had, the four-bet He didn't somehow? notice. He thought the other guy was tanking the whole time, and he never looked left, not once. And he missed it. And so he had two kings against ace queen, which just four bet. And he it was such a spot. He was going to have position on him. He could call. He could raise. He could do anything he wants. Said he lost chips in that. Now, obviously, he might lose chips in that hand yeah. anyway. But from an EV point of view, it's about as bad as it gets. That's pretty bad. In a 100K buy-in. Yeah, that's a bad mistake. Oh, don't that's do a that. bad one. I, I I've made mistakes, that. but that's the worst. That's worse than a mistake I've ever Speaking made. Speaking of mistakes, Richard Young has just flat with the 9-5 of spades. <laughs> okay, yeah. The three-butt of Kate's. It's back on Mercier. What do you want to do when you're Jason Mercier in a spot like this where you got this rich guy who flats Kate's three bet? Kate's is likely to be pretty light here, right? Well, here's the thing. Kate's may be light, but you know who probably isn't light? Well, Young's not supposed to be. Right. He's, yeah. I mean, Richard Young has a hand, it looks like, yeah. that he's going to play. So he's got jacks or he's got ace-queen or he's got nines or he's got king-queen suited or whatever the hell he has. Ace-jack suited, whatever it is, jack-ten suited, I don't know. He's got a hand he's very unlikely to fold to a four bet now. Yeah. Also... We don't want to just let Kate's have position on us the whole way. It's okay to knock Kate's out or charge him more. Either yeah. way, it's fine. But he doesn't just get free position because he makes it 8,000. I think this is a very clear four bet. What do you think? I agree. The problem, of course, if Kate's five bets it and we're super deep. It can get, it can get a little we're, fishy. We're probably not going to fold kings no matter what, We're though, just right? going to call the five bet and uh, hope for good things. Hope it's like a nine high board and we check. He bets. We move in. He calls with queens. We win it all. Something like that. Or maybe like a king-king ace board. That would be fine. Yeah. Ace on the turn, we lose everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know what? You know, like, yeah, I, th- I think I think a, f- a four bet is just absolutely called for here. Very clearly called for. By the way, it's not the end of the world to pick up the 18,000 that's in the pot already. It's actually more. It's like 19,000 that's in the pot, right? Yeah. It can't be that bad just to pick that up. Right. So no matter what, we're pretty happy with the outcome. The absolute worst case scenario is we get in versus Cates and he's got us crushed and that's unlucky. Yeah, that'll happen sometimes. Whatever, it's cut off to... It's a button, and it's Daniel Cates. Yep. Those are wise words, Lovey. Thank you. Mercer continues his tournament-style sizing. This this one I understand probably less than the initial okay. small sizing. And over the 8K and flat, he makes it 23K. Yeah. It's only 15K more to these guys. Yeah. It seems way too small. All I can, here, Here's all I got. And I, I, I agree with you. This feels too small to me. Um, he believes that Young definitely has a hand, and Cates probably doesn't. So he's trying not to price Young out with his ace-jacks of the world. He's saying, you got to call with ace-jack now. 
and he thinks Cates is gonna Cates is fooling around a lot and is just gonna throw his hand away anyway. I think we should make it bigger. Young is rich. Who cares? Let's let's, let's make it thirty k here. I agree completely. 30, 30, 30, 30 is a perfectly fine number. Thirty was in my head. If you want to go even higher? That's fine. But thirty is fine. Thirty yeah. thirty makes so much more sense. You're actually giving Cates. Cates is supposed to call with King Queen here, right? He's supposed to hate his life and call, but he folds. It's fifteen k more. There's twenty three. There's 39. There's like 40K in the pot. There's, it's only 15K more. You're going to have position. And we have Richard Young, who's probably going to call too. Yeah. Don't it's, we have to call at least? to fold. I think this is a big mistake, even yeah. though I guess he just, I mean, admittedly, he's dominated a lot here. And in this case, he has the worst hand to be against. Um, yeah, that's correct. Yeah. If you could pick one hand, this would be the one you'd least want him to have. Yeah. Um, however, we can flop two queens. We can flop a straight. We can flop a straight draw. We can flop a flush draw. We can flop... Overs and a straight draw. We can flop things, you know? It's 15,000. We're deep. Why are we not calling? Everybody is making pre-flop mistakes in this What hand. the hell is going on? Australia messes with people's heads. Yeah, you know, the water goes backward. And the kangaroos. It's like seven kangaroos for a beer down there, man. <laughs> it's getting, <laughs> right. getting really pricey. It's super ex- It is actually very expensive, at least in, uh, in Sydney. Yeah. I'll tell you that. No, it's a well-known expensive country. Yes. It's an island. Yeah, also a country. Where dreams are made. Yes. And lost. Dreams are lost. Is that a thing? Can you lose a dream? Of course you can lose a dream. Well, you know where people find dreams? Sleep? <laughs> no, Nitrogen Sports Poker Room. Oh, okay. That's where you find your dreams. It is. That's their new motto that I just made up. <laughs> We're going to really push that on them. Yeah. Don't worry, guys. <laughs> they have to use it now. Find your dreams at Nitrogen, <laughs> Nitrogen Sports, Sports, Sports Poker Room. And by finding your dreams, I mean you can play online poker with the poker guys. You can sports bet. You can do a lot of fun stuff. Yeah. The first thing I mentioned there, playing online poker with the poker guys, is something you can only do if you sign up using the link in the description of this podcast for Nitrogen Sports because we have special tournaments that happen every month. Yes, that's correct. And we Say like more to about it. <laughs> well, we're you know we, we're always sort of changing them up. So sometimes it's a free roll, sometimes it's a bounty tournament, sometimes it's a very very cheap buy-in, like one millibit, which is like four dollars, um, but with a huge overlay, like a massive prize pool comparatively, as a way to you know make sure it isn't just like scammers and weird multi counters and stuff like that. So the slightest bit of payment gets people in, but then you get this great deal. On that, so we change it fairly regularly, but there's always things that you don't even have the option to, you know, see or play in if you don't use the link in the description. Right, and once you win that tournament, you're going to get your money fast if you want it. You want that Bitcoin, which of course nitrogen is Bitcoin only. Of course, you get it at the speed of Bitcoin, and by that I mean nitrogen just uses Bitcoin's network. It doesn't have any BS processing time. That's some sort of company-wide thing. They're like, ah, we're going to make them wait 48 hours for no freaking reason. I know. I hate that yeah. so much. But that doesn't happen on Nitrogen. You you click the withdraw button. You give them your Bitcoin address. You get the Bitcoin in 5 to 20 minutes. Yeah. It's super great. That's, yeah. of course, true for deposits as well. A lot of times people struggle deposit money onto poker sites. Not the case here with Nitrogen. You have Bitcoin. You shoot it right on over, my friend, and bam, it's there. Use your Bitcoin gun and you blast it. and then uh, It's a Bitcoin cannon. Bitcoin cannon. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah. You're excused. Thank you. I really faux pas there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll fix it in post. Don't worry about it. We'll <laughs> okay. fix it later. <laughs> anyway, um, come join us on Nitrogen and uh, catch your dreams or follow your dreams. What is it? Find, find your dreams. Find your dreams. Find, find your dreams. Find your lost dreams. Oh, that's even better. Find your lost dreams from find childhood. Find your lost dreams. The one that you really liked but you can't remember. I dreamt of a clown once. 
but it was a bad clown. But not like the it clown, but bad. Not as bad as the it clown. So that's it like the... it like it looked like frame me for like small things I did wrong. Like he st- like people thought I like stole someone's sandwich, but the clown did it. Oh my goodness, it was that's horrible. A, it was a and um, I want to say as a disclaimer, there's no guarantee that you will only find good dreams. <laughs> I just want to say you might find the clown dream. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that that dream was bloody bloody terrifying. But it's worth it just. to... Just for the thrill. The clown dream. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Man. <laughs> I wonder how Nitro feels about these ads these days because we just we just really go there, I don't we? I think they should be very impressed. I love them. I love <laughs> doing them because it's always an adventure. You want to hear the same BS ads all the time? Go somewhere else. Go listen to Joey Ingram's podcast, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about Blue Apron. Right. <laughs> Screw I mean, those guys. Maybe if they become a sponsor, we'll... No, I'm saying it. Screw Blue Apron. Wow. I don't want you. I'm a HelloFresh guy. Um, anyway, nice. moving on. We are still pre-flop. Jason Mercier has just 4-bet to a pretty small amount, $23,000. And Cates is folded. We know that. And Cates is folded king-queen offsuit. It's on Richard Young, who has already made the mistake of cold calling a 3-bet out of the big blind with 9-5 of spades. Now, this is a bit of a more marginal spot. You could justify a call here. I feel like now we can justify a call. We're getting almost 3-1. to one. We're and closing we're the action. And we're, we're deep. deep. Let's yeah. go. I know we're out of position. We're the worst player in the world compared to this guy. There's a lot of... But that, those are all problems that we had the last decision we had. This decision is a much better decision compared to the last one. Yeah, and that's what he does. Money. He decides to call. Yeah, you just have but to call. But you could decide, even though mathematically it might be a slight mistake, you could decide, you know what? I made a huge mistake putting that $8,000 in. Let's just cut and run here. Let's, I mean, let's be done with this. I agree, but you're asking for a lot of self-realization from uh, Richard Young pretty quickly there. You yeah. Know, like, I, I definitely, I guess that does happen at the poker table, though. I've certainly done that where I make a call and I'm like, what the hell am I doing? I remember doing that the first time I ever played the uh, Monster Stack, the first time they ever had the Monster Stack, raising in level one from, like, the cutoff with ace-nine off. And as soon as I did it, I put the chips on, like, why am I playing ace-nine off when we're 300 blinds deep? Who cares? Who cares about winning these tiny pots? What the hell am I doing? Yeah. I remember thinking that. And it's like, this is this is a terrible play. And I ended up winning the pot. But I was like, that was stupid. Don't do that again. And I stopped. I played different kinds of hands. Um, so, yeah, so I get, it does happen. But I think it happens more to, like, poker pros than Richard Young is my guess. Yeah, perhaps. Anyway, here we are. Yeah. We're going to the flop. We have somehow $55,300 in the pot. That's dollars, Australian dollars, but yeah. dollars. So it's like, yeah, 48K or something like that. And uh, and Richard Young has 9-5 suited in the big blind. Okay, well, you know what you can't do is put him on that hand. Nope, not going to put him on the old 9-5. You can't. That 5-5 five, five deuce flop comes. Jason Mercier is going to go broke. He's definitely in trouble. Yeah. So that's what Richard Young is hoping for, I suppose. Yeah. Um, the flop is not a favorable one for Jason. It's ace of diamonds, seven of spades, four of clubs. Did not want to see that big old pointy ace out there no. with the two kings. No, you didn't. They call them the ace magnets, Levy. Every time I have kings, it seems like there's an ace that flops. I never win with kings. I hate that hand so much. It's the worst hand. Uh... You can take it. You can put it in your backyard and bury it. There's, there's three ways to play kings, and they're all wrong. We're doing the thing. Yeah. A little, little bit. Yeah. We're going nuts today. Yeah. And this is the first podcast of the day. Yeah. Get ready. For the, the second next one's one. going to be loopy. It's going to be insane. Get ready. <laughs> We're going to come up with some new weird stuff that you've never heard of before. In Sounds that one. great. Yeah. Um, all right. So Richard Young checks. The seven of spades, by the way, Jonathan, the is the key in the card hand. in the <laughs> of hand. Of course it is. Because it gives Richard Young the backdoor straight flush draw. I mean, come on. But That's... it's also the seven of spades, which is always the key card in the hand. You basically can't ask for a better flop if you're Richard Young. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, that is untrue. So Young is just done with this if Mercier bets. Of course. Yeah. But Mer- so Mercier's decision is a bit interesting on this flop. What do you want to do as Mercier? Do you want to just check? I personally absolutely want to check. So I guess to inform that question, we have to ask ourselves, what type of hands are we putting Richard Young on? Right. And so the real question is, how many aces does he have? Um, it's hard to know. I mean, seeing him with the 9-5 suited means a lot of aces. Yes. I don't know, if it's Jason, if we can know that or not yet in this. But let's assume Jason plays with this guy a lot. Let's assume he does know Richard is still pretty wide. Well, then we'd be very worried about an ace. If we, yeah. if he doesn't play with him a lot, and we assume maybe a slightly looser range than most okay. people, we could say he probably has like ace-jack suited. Yeah. That's and, about as yeah. low as it goes, right? And Maybe you could have ace-10 suited. Maybe you could have ace-10 suited, ace-queen off suit. Yeah, ace-queen off suit. I think ace-10 suited, actually, an ace-queen off. Maybe he can even have ace-jack. I yeah. mean, it turns out he can, obviously. But but based on what you're saying, a slightly looser thing, I could see the rich businessman in the big blind just, just flatting with ace-jack there because he sees these two guys like going at it. And yeah. He's like, you know what? I have a hand that's just good enough to call here. Right. Which is reasonable. It is. All right. So we are there's there's a fair amount of combos of aces that we're concerned about here. Absolutely. That's a reason to check. Another reason to check is if we're winning, it's gonna be a lot it's gonna be really hard to get action. Unless, I mean unless Young has like seven, eight suited, maybe he calls with middle pair once. I don't know. I mean to me that's the bigger reason why we check than worrying about the ace. It's that when I I mean it's both, but when I bet I I guess it's both, yeah. When I bet I get called by all the aces, and when I bet I fold out most other hands that are worse than aces. That's not good for where my hand falls. However, in a traditional ranging standpoint, it feels a lot like Young has something like eights through jacks. Sure. Do you think he's just going to fold those, or do you think he's going to call once? I would guess when we four bet and the ace comes on, he's probably just going to throw Yeah, I think he's away. just going to fold. So, yeah, that that alone is enough to make it so he should fold. I mean, also, jack, if you me. think about like, if you have jacks as Young, you assume that there aren't very many. Like, Jason often doesn't have two tens in not four often. bets. Not very often. Um, and you would actually assume he is going to check back a lot of kings and queens. Yeah. But he might bet top set, and he certainly is going to bet ace-king. Not certainly, but he's often going to bet those hands, right? And he, he doesn't have that many bluffs. He might. I don't know. If if Mercier has ace-king here, this might be a good spot for check back also, which is another reason to check with two kings, by the way. Protect your range in different ways. I agree. Um, at the same point, if we have ace-king, we think Yon can have all those aces. We should probably be betting. Right, but we do then block those. Yeah, but only a little. Yeah. Fair enough. And if Young has one of those pairs and he's going to fold to later bets anyway. It's all the same, right? We're just letting him have a free shot at a set anyway. Exactly. And so. we're, gonna, we're gonna have to pay off. The reverse implied odds are poor um with that kind of a hand. So I I like betting with Ace King here because Richard can have Ace Queen and then be sort of married right. to the hand. Then that's from a purely exploitative view, because from more of a metagame game theory perspective, I think this is probably a check flop for Mercier against thinking players. Because I think there are more aces in Young's range than Mercier's. Specifically Young. Yes. Yeah, I agree with that. Because Mercier is more pair heavy. He's mm-hmm. more like jacks, queens, kings heavy. That, and maybe he has ace-king for aces, but not really any of the other aces. Maybe he has ace-queen sometimes. I he, don't know. He maybe. Maybe he can have ace-queen sometimes. But he might not. He might just decide to call. I would expect him just to call mostly, yeah. but I don't know. Their dynamic is different than what I'm used to, so I, I feel like I can't say for sure. Yeah. So I think that's a reason to check your entire range, but you don't have to against Young. You can just play exploit against Young. For sure. And Mercier, by the way, notably a very exploitative player, not really a GTO guy at all. I mean, and the other thing is this. Like, Mercier, when he is bluffing, four-betting pre-flop yeah. with, like, five-six of hearts or something— this is the this is the kind of board he is going to bet. Yeah. So we have to have some bets for value too. We can't just have true, you know, like checks with our top tops. We have to bet some at least some of those. 
Yeah, we don't have to bet all of them, but we do. I think we should be betting probably two thirds of them or something like that. Is my guess. But we could argue about the math of it. We don't have to do that right yeah. now. Yeah, five six suited though. I feel like you're just going to flat so often there if you're Mercier. Okay, but, but we could come up with hands. Yeah, yeah. That Jason's going to turn into a bluff there. Maybe it's Jack ten suited. Maybe it's Jack seven suited. I don't know what it is. You know, I'd prefer Jack seven over Jack ten there. I agree because Jack ten's flats really well there. And the thing is, a Jack lot of our pre flop bluffs should be aces. By the way, they should be like ace wheel. Yeah, that's true. So I don't know. That means we hit that flop a lot more with our bluffs than with our value. <laughs> Which is interesting. Yeah, that is kind of interesting, actually. Yeah. If, assuming that that's how he's playing. But he might decide his all his suited ace wheels he's just calling to because of Richard Young call, like flatting. Yeah, maybe. The three bet. I don't know. I don't know how much Jason's thinking about this stuff versus more like, I have kings. He's calling with all aces. He's folding all worse hands. That's it. I mean, that's probably enough just to go ahead and tap the table. I mean, I think against a guy like Richard Young and a guy guys like who we normally play against, Grant, that's that's enough, right? Like, forget, forget the other stuff. That's more than enough. Yep, I agree. Cool. And that's what Jason Mercier decides to do. So he just checks back. Eight, ace of diamonds, seven of spades, four of clubs. Still got 55,300 in the pot. We got Mercier with two kings. We got Young with nine, five of spades. The seven of spades, Jonathan, is the key card in the hand. That's what you're saying. And you're, you're hearing it, right? I'm arguing maybe it's the ace, though, because Jason checks back and gives a free ah, card. To but Richard the seven Young. of spades is the key card, though. <laughs> you really really taking this on as a new joke. It's definitely the key card. Okay, so moving to the turn. It is a good one for Yang. It is the 10 of spades. He picks up a flush draw. Yeah, that's pretty good. So he probably knew the flop was going to go check, check, and he would pick up equity on the turn. That's why he played his hand like this pre-flop, I would guess. That's that's the reasoning for Yang. I mean, obviously not, but continue. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yang decides now's a good time to bet, and I agree with him. Yeah, absolutely. He can rep the ace now. I mean, as Yang, we have to believe that Jason has a lot of Queens, Kings, you know, the hands like he has. Yeah. Right? A lot of those. And even if he has aces, he's usually going to bet, I believe he's usually going to bet his strong aces on the flop. Usually. I do, however, think that Young makes a sizing mistake here. Okay. Because he bets 53K into 55K. And I don't know if that's really something that you expect somebody to do with ace-queen here. Seems like it's going to be hard to get value from worse hands. Hard to argue that. So um, now we're repping essentially a set of tens. We turned a set of tens. Right. And even with a set of tens, would we bet so much? Why would we bet so much with a set of tens after Jason checked? Wouldn't we bet like two-thirds of the pot? Not the full pot? So I think it's just a pretty ABC simple thing here. Young wants Mercier to fold the type of hand that Mercier has. And he's like, I guess I need to bet more to make sure that happens. I mean, I will say this. By betting so big on the turn, I don't know if Young is thinking about this or not, but... A lot of times, Jason's not going to fold the turn if he has a hand like he has, right? Yeah. He can, For one he, bet. You can't really check back the flop and then fold the turn unless you're playing hype or exploit and you really know your guy. Right. But that this does mean you can make a much bigger bet on the river that seems reasonable. Yes. Right? So that's the good news. So if we decide to make a really, really big river bet, assuming we get called on the turn, that's a reason to size it bigger now. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess we're saying to Mercier, this isn't over if you call here. Like, I'm sizing it really big here. This isn't just a little shot I'm taking. Like, you're going to have to really white knuckle it if you want to stay in this pot yeah which is that part i like yeah that's not horrible i mean i like the idea if we're the guy with all the money let's like and we don't care if we lose let's use that to put as maximum pressure on the other guys who do care like right. that part's good that's the andy beal way that is that part is good i just think it kind of narrows our value range by sizing it so big it would seem to which is a problem is it possible richard young does bet ace queen this big it's possible. It is certainly possible. Maybe he it does. He does. He did inexplicably bad things pre-flop, so right. he, he could do anything. I don't know. 
I couldn't even begin to defend him pre-flop. I mean, that says something. Yeah. I try to defend everybody. You usually give a shot. I, everyone. I think that's the first time I haven't even tried. Yeah. So that's, that's meaningful. <laughs> it is. Congratulations, Richard Young. You will receive <laughs> a sticker in the mail. Yep. Um, so Happy Mercier done. does decide to call, and it seems like it would be kind of absurd to fold having checked back the flop. Although it sucks when he bets pot. I mean, it does suck. It's not a comfortable spot. It's $53,000. Right. And we have kings on an ace-high board. You know. So, I mean, so we were saying, why so big? But look, it's, we're already saying it's not so comfortable. It's not super great. Right. Right. So there's some value to betting. There's big definitely here. value as far as just like putting the fear in your opponent. It's yeah. not a good gameplay, but it's there's value in like this is real money. Mm-hmm. I'm betting a lot of money. I got more money than you. If it doesn't work out, I'm just going to reach in my pocket. I mean, I kind of like the idea of Richard Young betting like really big a lot, no matter what his hand is, not just yeah. this spot, but in general, he should be betting near pot almost always against these guys. Right. Like, yeah, deal with it. It's hard to have it. You know, you're going to have to fold a lot. Like, I don't care. Like. Tough. Yeah. You know, really, that that's probably going to work pretty well. Yeah, I get it. Anyway, Mercier calls. Seems like the right thing to do. You just have to. It sucks, I though. mean, you don't have to, but it's so bad to check back this flop and then just fold the turn, like you're saying, unless you're up against Jerry Buss or something like that. Yeah. Who's just always going to have it. Right. So the pot is enormous now. It's yeah. $161,300. That's a big chunk of money. That is. That's like at least 12 kangaroos. I mean... Uh, unhealthy like, kangaroos. Oh, okay. Like sickly say. ones. Really sick. Secondhand like sick death. kangaroos. <laughs> yeah. Do you say Hanson? No, Sec- secondhand sick kangaroos. They've been used, gently used. <laughs> yeah, gently used kangaroos. $161,000. By the way, we don't say used. What if kangaroos? We say pre-owned. Pre-owned kangaroos, yeah. yeah excuse me. Factory certified. <laughs> okay. Moving on. The river I did not write down. But wow, it's a three of something. It's yeah. like the three of clubs, I think. Three of clubs, not a spade, most importantly. Right. It does not improve young. It's not a king, doesn't improve Mercier, and it's not a spade. Doesn't so the board young. is like ace, ace seven, seven, four, ten, three, with a missed spade draw that came on the turn. Okay, so deuce five does get there, but we don't have to worry about five, that. Five six get there. Five six. Yeah. Okay. Five six, that's right. Five six is the one thing that comes in. Right. And that's good for young, because he can if you can show up with 9-5, of course you can show up with 5-6. Yeah, and, and actually, this is the line he would take with 5-6. Yeah. He, assuming he bets the river, yeah. of course. But but if he's going to bluff, if he's just going to give up, this probably is going to be a very interesting hand. So some way or some some way or another, Richard Young is going to try and win this pot. I'll tell everyone. I'll spoil that much. Well, he does. He does try to win the pot. He bets 86000 See, I knew it. It's a little bit more than half pot. The sizing changes in a major way as yes. a percentage of the pot. Yes. What does that tell you? Honestly, if I was Mercier, I'd be a little scared of that. I don't like that. I'd rather have him bet big and feel like he's trying to blow me off the hand. Why is he just betting for... It feels like he's betting for value now. Yeah, actually, I think when when paired with his turn sizing, I kind of like this as an exploitative bluff sizing because yeah. it kind of looks like he's saying, if you picked up a flush draw, I'm not giving you the right price on the turn. Mm-hmm. Like, go away. Yeah. And then the flush draw misses and he feels comfortable. He's like, okay, I can bet like whatever I'm going to bet for value now. It's not like I'm trying to charge a draw. And also 5-6... Really fits the story perfectly. Yeah. He might bet just like this with 5-6 on turn and river. He might. Like, I bet big. Oh, you called. Oh, my God, I have it. But don't go away with your with your one pair ace hand. Of course, the other way to look at it is he called my pot size bet, and I have the nuts. I'm going to bet huge, which yeah. is another, which just makes more sense, actually. Also, 5-6. I mean, even Young doesn't have 5-6 offsuit here, right? I do not believe so. I think he's Probably. got four combos of 5-6. Yeah. So that's not a ton. Correct. I think the majority of what he's repping at this point is a set of 10s. 
Potentially a set of sevens also. I think set of tens, set of sevens, and I believe he could show up with ace-queen. You think he would bet again with ace-queen? I think he would assume he has the best hand slash believe that if he doesn't have the best hand, he's going to check call a bet that big anyway, minimum. He could so maybe show fine. up with ace-king also. I mean, he yes. might play ace-king preflop like that. He really might. Yeah. So, like, Mercier is rarely going to raise here, right? He's going to have such a big hand. I think he has to have a set of aces to raise, which he could have. But it's going to be an easy fold for Young, anyway. Yeah. Um, I think this is a fine bet. And if it's ace-queen, I think we're going to bet fold it. If it's ace-king, we're probably going to bet fold it because it's really hard for Mercier to be bluffing. Yes. Because we have a lot of strong hands here. Well, Mercier could bluff his miss spades. So there's a way to figure out Mercier gets here with yes. a, a bluff. But then and he's got to decide to actually do it when it looks like we have a pretty good hand a lot of the time. Yeah. When we have value, we have a good hand. Yeah, we which do. May, I mean, ace-queen is kind of the worst hand we can show up with, right? And maybe, and you're not sure if we can even show up with that. I'm not sure, yeah. Right. So that's pretty strong range. Yeah. like top, top, and sets mostly. Maybe you can have top two, ace-10 suited. All right, so the rich guy puts puts it on the pro to make the decision here. I like that. That's his job. Yeah, so what are we... What are we Thinking about his Mercier, what's going through that brain of ours? Here's what's going through that brain of ours. Okay. Number one, holy mackerel, almost all the draws missed. Yeah. There are, there are a fair amount of draws, and almost all of them missed. Well, five, five six, six gets there. But eight, yeah. nine missed. Spades missed. Jack, nine missed. Yep. Um, king, eight, queen. Six missed. King, queen, queen, jack, king, jack. Yes. I mean, we could probably come up. Queen, nine, right? I mean, queen, nine was no. not a draw. Um, but it missed. <laughs> Queen nine of spades missed. Yeah. But the point is, like, one draw comes in, five, six, which there are four combos that he can beat us with. And None we don't of... necessarily know that Yang would play a five, six suited preflop like that. We, as Mercier, we may know that we by may. now, though. I mean, let's assume we do know that, though. Okay. Let's say, okay, five, six, yes, but all the spades, no, eight, nine, no. I mean, one straight draw comes in, everything else misses. That's That's a big deal. Now, there's one bad thing to this. We have the king of spades in our hand, which knocks out some of the spade draws. And it should knock out a lot of the spade draws. Right. Because, uh, of course, the ace-high spade draws are beating us, by the way, because they're flopped an ace. Right. And honestly, like, that means he can't show up with king-queen of spades. or king. So queen-jack of spades, is that the only spade combo he can show up with here that, uh, well, it isn't. We know that. We now. know that. But, but from Mercier's point of view, I'm wondering, I guess I guess five-six of spades and things like that. So we think he had a five-six suit. He can have all the different suited yeah, characters. He, okay. He, yeah. So he can have a bunch of spades still. He can. Okay. But it is so, a significant blocker to have the king of spades. So all the draws missed, though. It is. All the draws missed. We do block some of the spades. And what hands is he betting for value now after we call the pot size bet on the turn? Okay. Five, six, sets of tens, sets of sevens, um, ace, ten suited, which there may be, there's, there's like two combos of. Could he have a set of fours? I mean, we think. We I know mean, he probably can. We know he must be able to, right? Yeah. Um, so let's say he can. Let's say Jason thinks he can. Yeah. Set of fours, ace, queen, ace, king. That's a decent amount of value. That is. Um, I wonder how much... It's at least close, though, right? Because we're getting uh, we're getting a good price now. Because he only bet half pot. Yeah. So now we're getting, you know, two to one to call, right? We're getting better than two to one to call. We're getting... Oh, he only bet half pot. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We're getting three to one to call. Yeah. Oh, so we have to break twenty five percent of the time. Yeah. Now I like. Well, if that's true, and if Richard Young is not good at like sizing to make our life really hard in terms of balance, then I think we probably should call a lot. I think we should too, and I assume that, as you said, Mercy has played with Young for some time now, and 
his bluff frequency has probably been noted by Mercier, and it's yeah. probably a bit too much. Well, I mean, he probably knows that Young is doing what he's trying to do, which yeah. is use money to, to make everyone else uncomfortable. That's what that's his job, and that's why I probably bet so much on the turn, right? Yeah, so I think the verdict is a very uncomfortable call is probably uh, the correct thing to do here. Unless we think Young is really tight, but we must not think that. We just saw him called 9-5 suited and go bet, bet, turn river after we check back. So assuming that this is not completely out of character for Richard Young, we're just going to have to call the river and lose a fair amount of the time. Yep, and that's uh, that's what Mercier does. and. Yeah. It kind of the, the look on his face as he calls kind of indicates to me that all those things are what he's thinking about, essentially. Like, uh, this guy, he has me sometimes, but I just can't take this line and fold against this guy. I've seen it right. too much. This sucks, but I have to put the money in. Right. Like, I hope I don't lose, you know, the down payment on a million-dollar house right, right. now. Right, because like, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Oh, I mean, 86000 Well, I'm talking about the entire pot. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes more sense. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I think you're right. And it's one of the, yeah, you're like, I'm going to lose like two thirds of the time here, but I'm getting a price means I'm supposed to, I only have to win 25% of the time. So I'm making money by calling. That's all that matters. I play with this guy a lot. This is fine. Yeah. But when you're not made of money, I'm sure this is not a fun moment. Agreed. You know, agreed. Jason Mercer though, probably has money and also very well be backed in this game anyway. I assume he doesn't have all of himself in this game. Right. Yeah. So, you know, it's not all his money anyway. Right. <laughs> Yeah, it is all of Young's money, but now it's all of uh, Jason Mercier and his backers' money. Yeah, because you know what? Jason Mercier found some of his dreams when he made this call. Find your dreams. He found his lost dreams. Find your lost dreams. That's... Even the ones that kind of aren't that great. Yeah. The clown said I sold a sandwich, but it was, it was correctly labeled that I never touched it. It said Bill, and I never touched Bill's sandwich. You don't sound like you're truthful to me, and I've never seen this clown. <laughs> so what are we talking the about? The clown ate the sandwich. What's, what does the clown look like? You know what? For the people who ever, like, skip over the ads, they're missing out on these jokes now. That's yeah. such a mistake. The ads are funny because we just go crazy in the ads. Yeah, so if really you don't know what we're talking to. about, go back and listen to the ad. But better yet, just sign up for Nitrogen using the use, link in the description. Use the link in the description. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the most important thing you can do, except... The sec- the, it's the second most important thing you can do. The first most important thing you can do is clown-proof your house. Wow. Because otherwise, no more sandwiches for you. I Let will not even what. see the movie It. I'll just tell you right now. Because the clown steals everybody's sandwiches? I don't know what the clown does, but it doesn't seem okay. <laughs> it doesn't seem okay, no. <laughs> Seems like a bad time for everybody. Yeah. And uh, it was a bad time for Richard Young when Jason Mercier called that money. Eh, I don't even know if Richard Young cared. You might not have. I mean, you always care a little, right? Yeah, I mean, it's not, 86000 isn't nothing to him, probably. It might be close to nothing. It to may him. be close to nothing. Yeah. I mean, that's great for him. Yeah, what a life. Oh, my gosh. Someday. One day. <laughs> Maybe if all you right. guys use the link in the description. <laughs> okay. We're done. All I need is one mic. You're not going to show every single MC how it's done right. Every time I come by, I'm bound to leave them so tired. I'm sipping on liquor, a quitter is what I'm not. We got one life. And I took a minor break, but I'm back to claim the throne. I'm going to be traveling the globe. We still have time to make it home.